Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 474, recorded from the D. Fauntleroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing good. Yeah? What's new? Not much. No? No. You been playing any golf? Yeah, I played Saturday. Yeah? Trying to get it in before they close it up on you? Yep. When are they closing it? Uh, Like June. Like beginning like, of June? Like the end of June. Like the end of May. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Until what? September? Uh, June, July, August. Yep. Wow. What are the Ross members doing? Do they all drop out or are they they're just going to I mean they get board? screwed. Yeah. yeah. But if you leave you can't go back, right? As a Ross yeah, member. Yeah, I think you can, but if you take a leave you got to take it for a year. Oh, I see. I mean, otherwise you just everybody resigns for 3 months. Right, of course. That's not the best one of the day. No, they like taking their money. Are you are you getting like disillusioned with the club right now? You just, you know, but it just like they kind of dump on the Ross members. Like they like taking their money and they think they're doing them a favor by letting them play when it's not busy. But, you know, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. They basically took their money all year. They can't play in the winter and now they can't play in the summer. So, right. I just don't, don't like think that you're doing me a favor. I don't like it when people take your money and then think they're doing you a favor. Yeah. When they're really kind of screwing you over. Correct. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Kind of like the Genie Plus. Right, and then and then and then Josh tomorrow will sit there and say that you know, oh, this is great. Well, we've heard a lot of feedback from people, and they all love it. Like, no, they don't. They think it sucks, but you guys aren't going to get rid of it, so it is what it is. Yeah, while well, he wears his white sneakers and a suit. Oh, right? those don't get me going. The white sneakers, the Bruins just dumped last night. The Celtics are. Joel Embiid comes back into this series, and this is they're losing five. <laughs> You're very disillusioned now. Well, did did you watch did you, did you watch the Bruins? I mean, that was bad. That was pretty bad. That's is that the definition of disillusion? What reality when you see something in the real world and comment on it? Or no, I guess not. I just don't know like how a team. If you want to talk about the Bruins, I don't watch hockey, but they were supposedly historically good. How right. do they crap down their leg in round one? Yeah, see, I don't know. Everybody said it was like the biggest choke. I think we've gotten loose with the term choke. Well, they were up three one. They had yeah, a third well, they, yeah. they had a third period lead in all the games to put it away and they couldn't do it. Yeah, they just they're they're soft too. I guess. You know, these northeast teams, they're all soft. You want They'll some just... attitude, some tough grit, you gotta go out to like LA or something. It used to be Florida. Different. Yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, the warm weather places where was everybody was soft. Now it's the East Coast. I don't know. It was very surprising because it sounded like People were already like making plans for the Stanley Cup for the Bruins, and they couldn't even get out of their way in the first round. That's a bad. That was a bad hockey club right there. I guess so. And then you hear the excuses. Well, the Panthers were the number one seed last year, so they're really a good team. Well, okay. I just don't think there's a difference between one through eight. I said that early, like two weeks ago. You keep freezing up. Do I? I'm. Yeah. Everything's fine on my end. I mean, your sound is fine. It's just your head freezes, and it's oh, not that's a good right. look when you completely freeze. Don't worry about my head. I get worried about your head because I can <laughs> see it. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you were right. You did say that. You said hockey like eight seeds beat one seeds all the time. All the time, even being up three nothing means not much. It's just it is. It's a crapshoot. Hockey's a crazy sport in the playoffs. And the Bruins couldn't keep that. They couldn't keep the puck out of the net, which I think in sports is a bad thing. Correct. When the other team scores more than you, right? Yeah, usually you want to keep the puck out of the net, right? You want the other team to score less than you. Seems right. like they had a problem with that. So that was really their downfall in that series. And that sure. Friday night game was awful. I mean, you know, 7-5 or whatever. There was like five goals in the third. It was awful. I went upstairs to take a leak. I came down. The Bruins scored two goals. At the time oh, I, I thought was you were, this was going to be a Rodney Dangerfield. I tell you, I got no respect. He did. I was when when I was drying off out of the hot tub. I found one on Facebook that I listened to. It was a couple that I hadn't heard before. Some new ones. Yeah, he said that he, he go. You talk about wise guys. I went to the hotel. He said, and I went to bellhops, and I said, take care of my bag. He felt my wife up. <laughs> That's pretty bad, isn't it? That's not good. He said that his wife's cooking so bad that if he ever leaves dental floss in the kitchen, the roaches use it to hang themselves. <laughs> As I digress, what else do we got? I tell you, I get no respect. <laughs> the roaches use it to hang themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, the ones about the the bugs uh, chip chip in to fix the hole in the screen. <laughs> okay, um, Rodney Danger. I don't know. I can't. How do I go on from that? I just I could just do Rodney all day, but. It's hard. Because the thing is, is that he he comes out all coked up and he's like sweating. (laughs) He's got his handkerchief. He's wiping his face. Hey. I always laugh. It always kills me. What a crowd. What a crowd. (laughs) He does a double. What a crowd. That's when I just lose it. I can't compose myself after that. That's it. What a crowd. Uh, I tell you, I went to my doctor, Dr. Vinny Boombots. <laughs> One time, Johnny, he's on Johnny, and Johnny asked him about his doctor. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I mean, they <laughs> played yet. off each other so well. Yeah. So tell us, have you seen your doctor lately? I'm getting there, Johnny. I'm getting there. <laughs> he's like, oh, you still got a few more minutes on the other stuff, huh? <laughs> Work it through his material. You got to let him get to it. Oh, jeez. Do you want to to just go to break right now and we'll get on to our topic? When I was a kid, I asked my father if I could go ice skate. He said, wait till it gets warmer. My dad told me in life to stop from the bottom. He was teaching me how to swim. (laughs) Okay. so stupid. All right, let's take a break. Yeah, all right. We'll be right back. We are back from break episode number 474 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we're going to talk about the most underrated resorts uh, for families to go to with young kids. And you wanted to do this not to say like, oh, what's a great place to take your kids? You're talking about a resort that kind of has something for everyone when you're a family. Like if you're a family with younger kids. Overlooked resorts overlooked underrated however you want to say it but also ones that 
have something for everybody, not just for the kids or just for the, you know, the adults. It's something that the resorts have a little bit for everybody. I'm sure our lists will overlap a little bit, but I'm curious what. Did you do all three categories? No. Okay. I didn't have any in the, uh, in the value category. I don't, I don't talk about the values anymore now. You don't. You DVC have stepped event. up. You have purchased a real estate interest, and the values are in the rearview mirror as far yes, as your concerns. Right. Well, I just don't – I think those are so geared towards kids that it doesn't fit into the topic this week, I would say, in my opinion. But we could talk about that. Did you pick from all three categories? I did. Okay. I'll be interested. We'll hear about it and see what what comes of it. Would you like to start us off with your your number five, or how did you categorize? How did you categorize it here? Well, I did. I mean, I didn't really do top five. I did a value. I did uh, moderate. Some uh, deluxes. Okay. Well, let's just start us off then with your value, since I didn't start, have one. I'll we'll, start we'll with start. my value, and that is Pop Century Resort. Okay. I think Pop Century is a great resort for adults and kids. Because, like I said, I think people always choose those dumpy all-stars. Yeah, because when you get into that... And I don't mean the dumpy all-stars, but that's just... It's a haven for little weasels. you got the cheerleaders, you've got the loud kids, you've got... Well, that's definitely true. I think the reason is... Well, you're right. All, like, the football and cheerleader stuff they always get you know pushed there that's kind of like the home resort for all that stuff but the the all-stars also you know you think of people that are making purely budget decisions of where they stay and it's going to be 20 30 dollars a night cheaper than pop century but i think it's it's worth it to spend the extra if you want to have some time at the resort and and hang out even at a value i think you get much more bang for your buck at pop century than you do at the all-stars and i guess that's kind of your point yeah but i also think that people will also choose out of animation over pop century yeah no that's definitely true it's a little newer it's more flashy it's got but that's more for just the kids because of all that stuff right and you're saying that pop has a little bit for everybody. I think it's got a great food court. Plus, I agree with that. You're on the Skyliner, so you have much more food options because you can go all over the place now. Right. You Riviera, go over the Riviera, you go to Caribbean Beach. You could even just get off at the, uh, you know, you could do the Swan and Dolphin if you really wanted. Right. Anything over there, Boardwalk. Yeah, area. Beach Absolutely. Club Boardwalk. It does bring a lot of that into play, plus direct access to Hollywood Studios and Epcot which are probably the two more adult-oriented parks, like more than Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, I guess. They would have more stuff for adults, but obviously plenty of stuff for kids. Um, I think Pops... Yeah, I, I love Pop Century, don't get me wrong. Um, did. <laughs> did. <laughs> I, I just don't know. I guess because there's so few values, do you think it's overlooked because i think everyone agrees that it's better than the all-stars but if you're just going price shopping you're going to end up at all-stars right then, and then you're saying after that the people who don't mind spend a little more on the value might yeah. go to art of animation just because it's a little newer it's got all the cartoons and everything is right. that your theory mm-hmm. okay i guess I, I i have a little problem with that just because that's where we used to always stay so it wasn't overlooked for us but i guess just because my personal experience doesn't make it necessarily the way that it goes. So I guess you, I there's some credence to what you're saying, and I don't disagree that it's a great resort for everybody, adults and kids. Like, the adults are going to like the lobby where you can look at all the memorabilia from, you know, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, have some nostalgia there. Um, the gift shop's nice in there. The food court's good, like you said. Um, it's a good walking resort. It's not too big, but it's not tiny, so you can kind of get around and explore. The pools are fine. They're just, you know, the value pools, they're good. Quiet pools are great because there are usually not a ton of people there. Right, I love the quiet pools. Usually. 
pool bars are right. Till they close it down in the eighth inning of well, the World Series. I don't think that matters, apparently, whether you're out of value or deluxe after your other experience. Right. Um, it was actually extra innings, I believe, of the World Series when they closed it down. I'm going to zoom in oh, a little good. too far. How's that? Is that better? Much better. You like it when I zoom in on my face? I don't really care. This is a this is a audio medium that we have here. I'm saying you personally. Personally, yes. I'd like to be as close as possible to my cousin. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I like that choice. I think Pop's great. Don't get me wrong. And the Skyliner brings a lot. I haven't stayed there since since the, the Skyliner, Skyliner was opened finished, up, and that's a huge perk for it. Absolutely. But they also started. Seemed like they started charging a bit more once that opened too. Yeah, that's all. That's across the board. You you don't think they no bumped it because it was usually no. very much in line with all stars like it was like ten dollars more now it's a lot more than all stars usually like it seems like proportionally it's a lot higher but i could be wrong you are so okay that's fair if you say yep. so i say so would you like to have my first picked yeah my first pick, and, and this is the total uh, opposite end of the spectrum, but I just kind of went in order of where I thought they fell. And I'm going to say number five for me is Riviera. And my reasoning for this is because I don't think people look at it as a kid-friendly type of resort, and I think it really is. And, you know, I haven't stayed there, but when I went there a couple times – just the air, like those tile murals with the fountains are so nice. Like the kids love that stuff. Obviously it's upscale and it's geared maybe a little bit more towards adults, but they have the character breakfast. That's supposed to be fantastic at Topolino's. Um, the outside areas are great. Um, you can also, you know, walk around at Caribbean beach. If you want to do some of that with the kids, I just think it's very overlooked as far as for families with younger kids. I think there's a lot to do for kids. Those activities out by the pool, they had like the the shuffleboard and the bocce and the checkerboards and ch all that cool stuff out there. The pools look really nice. Plus, they've but, got that arts and crafts area. Right. I mean, all the DVCs have the, the uh, community. You talk about like the community hall? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I think that's a that's a good one for the kids. And again, you still have the Skyliner access and everything like that, which is a bonus if you're going into Epcot or Hollywood Studios. So I don't know. Did that make it on your list or do you want to wait and we'll circle back to it? Well, yeah, we'll have to circle back. That's fine. We'll stick to the order. I mean, so you don't want to give away too much in, Correct. In, on mine here. All right. Well, that's fair. Um I think the Topolino's breakfast really oh hi Mike really oh, has a lot <laughs> has a lot to do with it too because that's a tough uh, reservation to get. Breakfast is tougher to get than dinner, right? Uh, yeah, it seems like it. I can never get a breakfast reservation. So that's obviously a very popular one and uh you know that's geared towards kids obviously. So I think that adds to it. Like I said the activities outside I mean, all the resorts ultimately cater to kids because there's mm -hmm. a lot of kids at Disney World, but some just get overlooked. And I think Riviera is one of the ones that gets overlooked. What's next on your list, Pards? We'll go to you. Should we move up to the moderate category? Sure. Port Orleans Riverside. All right. Tell me why. What, what are your thoughts on Because I think French Quarter is the more kid-centric resort of the two. Okay. I think Riverside, especially Alligator Bayou, is a great spot for adults and children alike. It's got a great pool. It's got great quiet pools. Yeah. And it has a sit-down restaurant. That's true. Which is very important for adults. Yeah, I mean, I... I guess I could just go right into it because my next one on my list is also Riverside specifically. And you got for a lot, yeah, Bob. a lot of the same reasons too, because like you said, French quarter is smaller. It's more compact. 
and it feels very like it's colorful, vibrant. And I think a lot of people think of that when they have the younger kids to go there. And it's great. Don't get me wrong. I loved it there. But I think Riverside is overlooked because it's a little bit bigger. It's a little bit more spread out. But like you said, you have the quiet. There's no quiet pools at French Quarter. Right. You got two nice quiet pools. You have the nice quiet pools. And I love the pool bar for the adults. Oh, Muddy Waters pool bar. That's great over there. And it's a great pool for kids. There's just so much there for adults and children right and then like you said yeehaw bob uh plays there that bar is really nice you got boat rights you got the other the quick serve there and great the quick things. service there you have the surrey bike rentals there on that yep. side you could do the horse rides you could do over there yep like a lot of activities if you're just hanging at the resort that cater to the families it's got a pretty nice arcade much bigger than the french quarter arcade the one at uh, Riverside is a better arcade if it's uh, if you're looking to cater towards the kids. Also, um, not that this would interest you necessarily, mm-hmm, but they do mm-hmm. have the uh, the princess rooms there. So if you got young young yep, girls, and that's why that's exactly you know, why I said to go to Alligator Bayou to avoid that. To avoid that, but you're going to the princess rooms for the two weasels that you have. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, you're talking about for young kids, and that's a draw for some people, obviously. Oh, it's a draw for a lot of people. And I think it's a great uh, resort. It's also a really, I I had rented a car and we stayed there, and it's a nice resort if you're driving, because you can park pretty close to your room, no matter where you are, which is nice. That is nice. And you have access to French Quarter, a short walk away, access to Disney Disney Springs on the boat. Um, overall, I mean, Port Orleans overall, I think is the, my favorite moderate between the two of them, if you combine them into one, but as far as being overlooked for the younger kids, I couldn't agree with you more. So that one made my list as well at number four. So should we move on to your, your number three then? Yeah. All right. What do you have there? Are you still in moderates or you're up up to to the deluxe category? I like to hear it. Okay. We are the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Okay, let's hear it. This is your home. Welcome this home. This is my place. home because I think as far as monorail resorts, mm-hmm. this would be the least favorite for families with young kids because Polynesian is going to be one contemporary because it's close to walking distance, parts to the magic kingdom. <laughs> Which Grand, Grand, Grand Floridian was for a little bit. They opened that and then closed it right away. It's back long. open now. Oh, is it? They're I heard it's back okay. open. Yeah, it was just for when they were refurbing uh, oh, one, one of the buildings. One of their buildings. Gotcha. Um, but the quiet pool is the better pool of the two. The DVC pool, you mean, or the is that no? The DVC a... pool is actually the the pool that has all the the parties. Oh, okay. So their main pool or their original main pool is their quiet pool. And oh, okay. I think that's by far the better pool. That's right in the center. Like if right you're at in the Grand Floridian Cafe, the that's the one you could sit. Yeah. Yep, where the hot tub is. And yep. Now let me ask a dumb question because mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to this. There's no I... dumb questions on this show, parts. Oh, we're, commu- there's... We're, we're, we're... <laughs> there's dumb people who ask questions. Now I know if you're staying like Bay Lake Tower and you want to use that pool, you have to be staying in Bay Lake Tower, right? Like cool. guess. Rack rate guests that the contemporary can't use the Bay Lake Tower pool. Is that correct? I believe that is correct. I'm pretty sure because that's a Magic Band entry one. Now, at the Grand Floridian, can regular yes. guests use the DVC pool? Yes. Okay, so it's not for people. It's not only for people staying using their DVC points. That's correct. Because when okay. I paid, when I stayed and paid cash, and when I met you for lunch or dinner at 1900, I stayed. I went in the pool. So okay. Just was curious. So that pool that has the splash pad area too. That DVC pool that's got the like, yeah, it's, it's, Alice it's in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland pad. splash pad. It's also got um, a water slide. That's a nice water slide. Zero entry. Uh, great, great, great pool bar. Right, you you would got to have the lobster sliders. Phenomenal. Mm. Now the other pool, the main pool that's technically a quiet pool, doesn't have a water slide. Correct. No water slide. It's just got a hot tub, but it's got another zero entry. Zero entry. It's got a and pool it's bigger, bar there. Right? Huh? 
That's a pretty big pool. Yeah, it's a it's a really big pool. Great restaurant choices though for it's got good kids options. Well, especially breakfast. when 1900 opens up again. Right. Which it still has and I think they might be waiting cuz they're supposed to be redoing the whole lobby, right? Pretty soon. Mhm. So maybe they're going to wait and redo the restaurant when they redo the lobby as well. Cuz that's one of the few that hasn't opened back yeah, up. Yeah, no kidding. COVID. Um, but yeah, you're right though. Cause Grand Floridian cafe is still a good family friendly, especially great. for like breakfast or brunch yep. or something. Um, yeah, because the menu is not too sophisticated. No, absolutely not. And then the other ones are a little fancier, but like Citricos, if you have like well-behaved kids and you want to go to a nicer restaurant with the kids, Citricos is a good, like mm-hmm. introduction to a, to, yeah, because like a you have a lot of dining. meat. You got a lot of steak options. I mean, I yeah. don't think braised short rib is too over the top for a kid. No, I mean they it's still have a kid's menu, like obviously. a gourmet pot roast. Yeah. Um, but even just the atmosphere in there, it's not as stuffy as some of the other signatures necessarily. Um, they have. Are they still doing the like the tea thing? Like I don't know have, if that like, is if, if that's opened yet. Yeah, tea room. They, they used to do that. Um, the shops in there, there's some good shops. Great for shops. For the adults and the kids. The lobby's great. Again, you have the, if you're staying DVC, the community hall and doing the crafts and stuff like that is great. Access to the monorail is fantastic, obviously. So you can resort hop or get over to Magic Kingdom very easily. I don't. It, I mean, it is. You're right, though. As far as the three between, like, as far as I'm just talking, as, as the monorail loop, that's probably the most mm-hmm. overlooked for people who have kids. Yeah, I agree with that. Even if you, even if you lump in Wilderness Lodge into it, I would say that probably Grand Floridian would be fourth. Yeah, I would. Out of yeah, those four. yeah, because Wilderness Lodge is very kid friendly. Yeah, like that's why I was going through the list a little bit, and I was like, well, Polynesian obviously isn't. That's like the most kid-friendly door. Right. So that wouldn't be overlooked. That's definitely in the contemporary is the same thing with the proximity. But yeah, out of those, I would say Grand Floridian's the most the most overlooked. Um, that did make my list, but the next one on my list is uh, Saratoga Springs. Okay. And uh, even though I haven't stayed there, I'm starting to fall in love with that place more and more. As I watch videos and talk to you about it, I think that's just one of those where if you're doing like a resort stay, it's just great for all ages because you have this big spread out resort, big rooms. You can kind of be comfortable in the rooms with your family. Um, Tons of pools. Like, what are there, five pools there? There's a lot. A lot of pools because there's two main pools and three quiet pools i think there's four or five pools um the community center's huge tons of walking you got the golf course there for the adults the spa is there um access to quick and easy access to disney springs which is great for the whole family if you got foodies or just kids wanting to go into the shops and you know walk around the disney stores and things like that um you got the Surrey bikes. You could do regular bike rentals. I think that's the only resort that has straight up bike rentals outside of the the campground, right? Mm-hmm. So you can actually pay a daily rate and get like just a regular bicycle for the day there, which is that's pretty cool. Especially like if you're staying at the tree houses or something. I know it's not that far. By the way, you can go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at WDWBTG, and you can see the walk. To and from. To and from. Back-to-back videos right there. The, the tree houses from the uh, main lobby to the tree house and then from the tree house to the main lobby, the walk. And it only took you, what, eight minutes? Yeah, it's about an eight minute from door to door. But the main lobby is kind of in the center. So if you were at the furthest part from the tree house, it's probably, what, another eight or nine minutes on top of that? Yeah, but I'm going to assume it's probably a big circle like they the campgrounds are. So That's true. Either way, getting a little off track there, but there's a lot of walking, you know, if you like doing that, plenty of activities, room to spread out. Um, the lobby's nice. 
that's kind of kid friendly. Has all the horses in there and stuff like that on the walls, painted. Uh, I like I I I'm starting to really like Saratoga. One thing that I noticed on I was looking at the map. There's a walkway to Old Key West as well, right? You you saw that mm -hmm. in the video. Yep. Which isn't lit up because you said it closes dawn to dusk, or it's only open. Yep. Dawn to dusk, but that's very interesting. So, how far of a walk? I know you didn't. I don't do think it, it's that far. I can't imagine it would be. That's kind of interesting to have that access as well. That is nice, isn't it? Because I like Old Key West a lot. And I even told Sarah when we stay, I said, we're going to have to walk over there so you could check it out because we'll eventually probably be staying at Old Key West and see what you think of it. It's very interesting, though. I think it's a really unique resort. And uh, even remember we had Schaefer on and he stayed there and he said his kids loved it. He's got young kids around the same yep. age as mine and he said they loved it there. So I think it's a good overall resort for hanging out at the resorts it's a perfect one for that even with young kids i suspect again by your uh lack of contribution to that that might also be on your list somewhere could be okay well would you like to get to your next one then my number two mm -hmm. is the yacht club okay because the beach club is the cheerleader resort there. That gets all the attention for the kids. That's the cheerleader resort. Yep. So what would be the next best one for kids? Probably boardwalk. Yeah. But as parents, it can get a little loud there. It can get, you know, it's got all those games and all those little shows. It That's could probably true. get a little loud there. So if you want to be able to use the pool. That's a big advantage there, yeah. You have be, be access to all the restaurants, access to the back of Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Where are you going to stay? Great location. And yeah. it's a great location, and it is the best resort for adults. I can't say enough about the Yacht Club. Do you think it's too geared towards adults? I don't think it's too geared toward adults, but because I think the it, pool adds so much. I mean, that's right. such a huge saving grace for it. And it's basically the same resort as Beach Club. They're more or less connected. I mean, you either connected aesthetically. I like the Yacht Club better. I just like the color. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's just more subtle and not hit you over the head as much as Beach Club. The one thing I really like. I like about Beach Club a little better than Yacht Club is the uh, that like open area out towards like when you leave the lobby, you have that like open green area before you get to the uh, to the water over there, which Yacht Club kind of doesn't really spit you out in a good spot like from their lobby. You know what I mean? No, you're kind of blocked in by the pool. When, at the yacht club? Yeah, like when you when you're in the yacht club lobby and you walk out like towards Epcot or towards the water out there, like you're not you're not going out a door right into it necessarily. It's kind of blocked off a little bit, isn't it? No, you have the same open greenery that it's almost the same thing as the beach club. No, I must not have gone out that and, way before. And you walk out toward the boat dock that goes to oh Africa. all right yeah no you're right i wasn't thinking of that that's more towards i was thinking that was towards the end but you're absolutely right i i, I agree though i mean the aesthetic of the building i like better of yacht club i like the lobby at yacht club a little better and the pool is shared so that's no advantage to beach club but beach club gets all the love i don't know if it's they get all the love i think the restaurants at yacht club are better yeah, I, I mean, there's only the one. Well, no, because Ale and Compass is technically Yacht Club. Yeah, right? Ale and Compass okay. and Yachtsman Steakhouse are technically yeah. Yacht Club. So Beach Club is the restaurants are more geared towards the kids because you have the buffet and the beaches and cream. But it's basically the same resort, more or less. But mm -hmm. they are separate. And I agree. I mean, I definitely agree. It would be overlooked compared to Beach Club. And They'd I'm not probably sure. probably Boardwalk, don't you think? Um. I don't because I think people 
will book yacht club for the pool for the kids. So I think when it comes to that, like that pool is such a draw that you know what, I think though? It, it's slightly above boardwalk. I think you got a lot of the seal clappers that think that yacht club is a little too stuffy. Uh, yacht I, club I mean, and Grand Floridian, you always hear yeah, it's just a little too stuffy for me parts. Feel very uncomfortable in that lobby. But I think people that go to like if Beach Club is booked and you're looking to stay with the kids and you want access to the pool, you're gonna go right to Yacht Club. It's not like you're gonna not stay at Yacht Club for that reason. The reason that you're saying. So I I actually on my list I have Boardwalk and I think it's more overlooked with the kids than uh than yacht club but there's definitely an argument to be made i think you could go either way on that but that is not my number two my number two Uh you talked about already and we're back at the grand floridian for a lot of the same reasons out of all the magic kingdom area resorts it's Mm -hmm. definitely the last one that you would consider with like families with young kids more geared towards adults uh more high-end all that stuff but i think there's a ton to do there like we touched upon it pretty good i don't know i don't need to rehash everything but the pools are great restaurants are good plenty of activities for the kids um obviously with the being dvc there's the community hall all that good stuff you have walkway access to magic kingdom which is a huge advantage monorail access you can see the fireworks from the resort a lot to love about it. I mean, there's a lot for young families there. So certainly uh, all the stuff we talked about earlier still still stands as a reason. And again, it would be probably number four. I would say Polly would always be number one that people would just immediately jump to. And probably Contemporary Wilderness Lodge mm-hmm. are close to two and three. Contemporary being two, yes. Wilderness Lodge three. But then Grand Floridian is probably a distant fourth for that demographic i'm not saying it's the fourth i think a lot of people would rank it number one but for different reasons if you talk to somebody who knows a lot about disney and they're saying hey where should i stay with my young family i think people are going to jump to polynesian and places like that well before they'd get to grand floridian i agree so what's your number one partner saratoga springs oh okay now, what were your reasons? Did you have a lot of the same that I said, or did you have some different ones? Because honestly, you, you've Bill, been there very recently. That community hall is is over the top. They it's have huge, isn't so it? So many activities for kids. Yeah, so many activities. And then we, because that's where we picked up the Surrey bike, so we did the Surrey bike, and then yeah, dropped it off and finished. You know, paid our bill, and we went out the back. And we saw one of the girls. She was like, it. She was dancing, and it it one like thing that was going on. So I'm like, weren't you dancing like three hours ago? She's like, yeah. So we were talking, and she's like, you want some roasted marshmallows? I'm like, sure. So she put them on a stick, and we were just bsing. And like another family came over, and it was just that area where you could do the s'mores campfire, right? Because they they had that going. And I mean, we were talking about the movies under the stars and. There's so much stuff going on. And again, Saratoga Springs is what people think of. That's where that's where the grown-ups go. Yeah, because of the golf courses. Because of the golf course and the nightlife over at Disney Springs. And sure. You would never want to go over there with kids. Right, because it's not it's too far from everything. That's the right. classic, you know. Yeah. I mean, book, it's, right? you, I mean, you think Animal Kingdom Lodge is, is far. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much the same reasons that you had, though. I mean, they got they got a couple pool tables. There's just so much to do there. It's just a classic Disney Vacation Club resort. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that people maybe don't realize until you experience it, is that the, the vacation... Like, that's what really we loved about it when we stayed at Animal Kingdom, renting DVC points, was... Just it felt like you were 
on vacation while you're at the resort the whole time. Like you didn't need to leave to enjoy what you were doing. There was a lot to do and for different reasons, like the restaurants at different ones have, you know, different benefits like animal kingdom. I think the restaurants there are fantastic. The pools, there are good, everything, you know, that's a classic. That's another one where you would say, would be very high on the list of what most people would say, like, where do you go with the younger kids, Animal Kingdom? It makes sense, the animals, all that good stuff. Yeah, no doubt. But it's all the other things that all the DVCs have. They're all a little different, but right. they have the they have the community halls. They have the activities, you know, throughout the day for the kids, and they're just a little bit more involved. Because even at the at the values, they have that. Like, you could find an activity sheet, but it's all based on the pool. They have, like, the pool games and all that stuff. This is more – there's more real estate. There's more areas to do different kind of activities. So there's more stuff that, that you can do at the DVC resorts. And I just think that's a huge advantage to all of them. Mm-hmm. And including Saratoga, like you said. But uh, my number one is we're heading back over, and I, I said boardwalk. Yes. Is the number one most the number one huh, parts? I think that's the number one. I just think it's it's more. I don't. I. I think it would be great with kids. I love that area, like out near the uh, art gallery, the big, you know, grass area. You always see kids running around there. Like I think that's great. I just think it's so overshadowed by Beach Club that it's very overlooked because totally everyone thinks. Everyone thinks you know. Storm along Bay is the end all be all, and it's great. And I think it is a huge draw to get, you know, families with kids to stay there because of that pool. But Boardwalk's pool is very nice. The resort is gorgeous. It's just more, I think it's more geared towards adults, but there's a ton of stuff for the kids there as well. Obviously, right on the boardwalk, especially at night. If you have kids that are a little older and they could stay up a little later, you walk around when the boardwalk really comes to life with all the activities out there and the, you know, the, the carnival games and things mm-hmm. like that that are going on. Um, the, the restaurants, especially when a few of those other ones, like when that cake bake shop opens up and a couple of the other places, you know, it's going to be really good, especially with younger kids. Like that's a perfect one. I mean, Again, there's just almost... there's great restaurants for adults and kids. Right, exactly. You but Big Boardwalk's River always Grill. been high on my list, yeah. And you have access. You can walk over to Beaches and Cream if you have a reservation there. You could walk over to the Swan and Dolphin Go to restaurants. The if you want to get a burger there, if you can't get into the cheerleader joint. Oh, right. Just make sure it's after 3 o'clock if you want ice cream, because they don't serve ice cream before 3 o'clock at the fountain. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, there's a lot. I like boardwalk. I think it's a, it's a great one. So you're saying you think it's like a lot of people or you're just saying less than yacht club. You would put yacht club is more overlooked than boardwalk for that for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could see the argument both ways. I just gravitated towards boardwalk and I think the deciding factor for me was just the pool. I mean, boardwalk was boardwalk was on my list sure it just didn't make the cut i got you i understand exactly what you're saying i just i think it's a uh i think it's just overshadowed by storm along bay but i think it's got a lot of a lot of good stuff going for it obviously again with the community hall and the lobby is very overlooked and they just you know that whole area inside where people don't even go a lot of the times People lost their mind over the coffee shop. The coffee shop, Carousel Coffee Shop. We have the, the art gallery, which is like my favorite store in oh, Disney. That place is so bad. The screen door, though, that's a great gift shop. That's a great gift shop. I think that's one of the best, especially with kids. They like that. You got the candy section. I mean, they all have it, but that's got a really big candy section in it. You know the problem with that 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 art gallery? It's the type of place that I go when I stayed there. I went there like every night. <laughs> Like nothing changes. You just it you're just so drawn to that place. Yeah. Everything's forbidden. Right. You're not it's buying just, anything. You're not buying a damn like thing. it's not even the kind of place like when you go to like the art of Disney and Disney Springs, they have like the prints that are like forty five dollars. You're like, well, I could at least buy a print. 
They don't even have that there. No. It's like yeah, everything's like four figures minimum. Oh, I love that place, don't you? It's so nice just walking around. The the people that work there are so friendly. They're so I... good. They know you're not. But they, I love going into that back room where it's dark. Oh, yeah, and they have certain things on display, and they'll, like, turn the lights off. Different lights on. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so fun. But I also think they don't get a ton of foot traffic, so the people that work there, like, are excited to, like, if you're genuinely interested in stuff and you want to talk to them, they're going right. to tell you everything about what it what a great time job for people who just love that you know just love art and disney isn't that a great gig it's gotta make money though like they wouldn't just keep it open just for the hell of it like there's gotta be people that go in and drop oh because the market ten thousand twenty thousand right. dollars yeah which is crazy to me but you know there's people everywhere that i have think a lot i think a lot of business income. i don't think it's just taking it off the rack I think a lot of it is like, what's it going to cost me to have them do a Donald Duck in this? Oh, I think like a commissions, lot of you're saying? Yeah, I think yeah. they commission a lot of pieces. That's very true. That's possible. That's why Festival of the Arts is dangerous, because they have that stuff, but they yeah. also have stuff that's very, very accessible affordable. and right. affordable. But then all of a sudden, you're like Alex Detweiler, and you go home and you got the... Uh, the Broward County drug bust on your bed of artwork from Disney. Oh, exactly. Grady Judd right there. He's <laughs> Grady Judd. We got seven Arudas. We got these. <laughs> it could get very dangerous very quick. You got seven Arudas. <laughs> we got them, folks. We got them. Oh, man. Yeah, so those, I would say those are good choices up there, but Obviously, all the resorts are great. Like, there's benefits to all of them for the kids. There's just some that are so geared towards the weasels. Like, you're thinking of ones that's not going to be weasel central. Correct. But still be a great but time. But still with be young a good kids. place for a family. That is yeah, correct. I agree with that. And I think the, the list we came up with are pretty. Pretty. Because weasel central scary, isn't it? You don't like that, do you? I don't like it. You don't like it, but I like it even less than you do. Yeah. Like, the Polynesian still really stands out to me, but I know that's, like, you liked it when you stayed there, but there had to be some, like, trepidation of, like, this could be a disaster. No, it was, I don't know. I liked it. It was good. Could always depend on the, the time of the year, too. Get lucky. You're on a different schedule than a lot of people, though, when you're at Disney. True. You, you're a night guy, so they're, all the weasels are gone by the time you're really out exploring. They're long anyway. gone. Yeah. Which is a good thing for you. What do you say? Should we take our second break? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. We are back from break. Episode number 474 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked about our most overlooked resorts for families with young children. And I think we we pretty much got all the, that was one the hell obvious of ones. Wouldn't you agree? I think we did a good job. I don't know. I mean, all the ones that we didn't talk about, I say are pretty obvious, like kid-centric ones. The only one I have a question. What's your thoughts on... Coronado, because I feel like that's definitely not kid centric, but I also don't know. Like, I think it's definitely overlooked, but I also don't know if it's got a lot for kids. Like, I don't think they really cater to the kids. As I much think it's got one else. of the best pools on property, hands down. It's got a great pool. That's true. And great, 
food and beverage. But the food and beverage is good, but is it good for younger kids? Like it's yeah, I don't very know if Coronado's oh jeez. I don't know if Coronado is that great for kids. That's kind of what I mean. Like that's the only one probably on all the property that you could like kind of say is more exclusively geared towards adults. Like it's they almost don't care. Which is fine because it's got like the convention, it's got a lot of good restaurants for, for more for adults. And there's nothing wrong, like you said, the pool's great. So obviously if you stay there with kids, it's not gonna be terrible, but that would probably be like the bottom of the list if you're doing something like that. And the only other one that I was thinking of that probably could have made the list and neither of us brought up was old Key West. It's another one a lot like Saratoga. Yeah, there's, a lot there's like so Saratoga. much going on with the activity. Right. That's it. I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add here? Not really. No. What do we got coming up on our YouTube page? Oh, Billy. Running my first 5K this Saturday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you're going to do your, like, training jog? For, I'm going to do my training jog through Saratoga Springs. How's that sound? Sounds good. Are you excited? You, it, to? Oh, it's 5K? beautiful. But you didn't really find the jogging path, right? You just made I had no path. idea where the jogging path was. <laughs> I just ran through people's balconies, their That's showers. Fine. Don't mind me. Just playing through. You're like running across the 8th fairway. Sorry. Excuse me. That's good. So that's coming up at, on YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WDWBTG. You can go to our Facebook group. It's uh, the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family. Join us over there for some fun discussion. Um, you can go to our website, WDWBTG.com. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Leave us reviews. It does help. You can email the show, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Is there anything else I'm missing, Pards? You you got everything Nailed it once again. Nailed Is there it. anything else you want to add or you want me to bring it home? You can bring it home, parts. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 474 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-Y.